Welcome to the Face First Golf Podcast. Real talk about improving your game if you're a 12 plus handicap player. This is where we leave the delusions of the online golf marketing world behind and face the truth about what it takes to play your best. I'm your host, Craig Jones. I've been a golf coach for 25 years and have helped 20,000 players improve their game through online learning. And I've learned a few things along the way. And now I'm sharing those things so you can stop wasting time and fix what matters. Welcome to reality. Welcome to the Face First Golf Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Jones. This is where we face the truth about what it takes to improve your game if you're a 12-plus handicap player. And all it takes is those short, frequent, guided practice sessions at home. It doesn't take marathon ball-beating sessions. It doesn't take jumping from one program to another or watching as many YouTube videos as possible. Those things all hurt your game more than they help. And the truth about it is that it's a lot easier than most players are making it. So today we are talking about how to react to poor shots on the golf course. So here's the thing. I don't know about you, but so far in my life, in 100% of rounds of golf that I've played in my life, so far I've hit poor shots, right? So I expect that probably the next time I play, there's a pretty good shot chance that I'm going to hit some poor shots, right? So we don't have control over that. We can do everything that we do. We have maybe a little bit more control than we think that we do, but really all that you can do on the golf course is commit to your I always say your two T's, your targets, your tempo, and then that third thing that you can do is just be a little bit maybe meticulous about your routine. Make sure you're kind of hyper committed to your target and your routine, and that is really all that you have control of. Once you make the swing, nobody has control of what's going to happen, and the more we try to control it, the less control we have, right? So all you can do is go through that routine, get focused on your two T's, target and tempo, and then just try to get out of your own way and just let it go, right? But there still are going to be poor shots every round of golf you play. So even though you can't control the golf ball necessarily every time you hit the shot, you can control how you react to poor shots. So... And what I see so often is so many players getting dragged down the rabbit hole of allowing poor shots to turn into, to they're giving into, poor shots are an invitation to one, go down the rabbit hole and start trying to figure out what happened. What did I do there? Was my face open? Was my face closed? Was my, did I swing over the top? Did I swing fast? Did I chicken wing? Did I come up out of my posture? Did I flip it? Did I cast it? Did I (laughs) stop my hips? Did I turn my hips too fast? You can just imagine all the things that we, and you don't want to be that guy, right? Who goes out on the golf course and figures it out five times around, right? Hits a poor shot, starts thinking about stuff, trying stuff. Oh, I figured it out. All right, that uh, that worked for one swing. Now now that quits working and 
And uh, three holes later, he figures it out again and continues to do that throughout the round. And so that is one thing that you can be invited to when you hit a poor shot is being pulled down into mechanical, trying to fix it with mechanical swing thoughts and trying to fix your swing on the golf course. And that usually leads to one thought leads to the next thought leads to the next thought leads to it almost turning into one of those driving range sessions where we hit 200 golf balls with seven different swing thoughts and leave the driving range more confused than ever. Now all we're doing so often when we allow ourselves to go down that rabbit hole is we are taking that same mentality that that makes those driving range sessions such a waste of time so often. And we're taking that same approach onto the golf course and confusing ourselves there as well. So what do you do instead of jumping to mechanical swing thoughts and trying to fix your swing on the golf course? Poor shots on the golf course, all that they are, and tell yourself this before the round. Sit down and decide this before the round. I'm going to hit poor shots on the golf course today. And when I do, those poor shots are just an invitation for me to hit my next shot more committed to my target, more committed to my routine, just more committed in general. And sometimes it's a it's an invitation to stop swinging scared on the golf course too. I think so often players are trying to, I always say to control the golf ball, you kind of have to let go of controlling your swing, right? That's the, that's the real, the more you try to control the golf ball, the more you control your swing, the more you control your swing, the less free you are swinging, the less likely you are to really probably make a good, just, and I always say that, that the golf swing is a, it's a slinging, flinging move, right? You're swinging from the inside and then you're flinging that toe past the heel of the club. That's a very free, tension-less motion. The more you're trying to control your swing, the more tension that you have in your swing and the less likely you are to probably square up the club face at impact and get the result that you want. So, but it's not an invitation to try to release the club more. That would be a mechanical swing thought that we don't want to do on the golf course. All you really want to do is free yourself up, free your swing up, free your mind, free your mind, <laughs> free, free your swing up. And, and yeah, free your mind and free, free your swing. Maybe play that song in your mind on the golf course and just, it's an invitation to get refocused, completely committed to your target, completely committed to your routine and completely committed to just letting it fly. And the last piece is committing 100% to letting that shot Go in your mind if it's a poor shot. Acceptance. That is the final step to a sound pre-shot routine. All right, this has been a public service announcement from Face First Golf. You members hear me say this stuff over and over again. You can't hear it too much. We all need these reminders on the golf course. So poor shots are not an invitation to go down the rabbit hole of mechanical swing thoughts. Poor shots are an invitation to recommit to your target, 
recommit to your routine, recommit to swinging committed and confident, letting it fly, not swinging scared on the golf course. So you guys, should I give my advice that I always give at the end? Number one, you've got to take action to start improving your game. Number two, you've got to fall in love with the process of improving your game. Number three, you've got to expect ups and downs. And number four, you've got to have that patience with yourself. And that goes to having that patience with yourself on the golf course during a round of golf as well, which is kind of ties into what we were talking about there today. So quick little one here today. Hope that helps. Appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. If you're ready to hit it longer with less effort, it does not take body wrecking marathon ball beating sessions. All it takes is committing to five minute daily practice sessions at home. To learn about my new 44 day plan to unlock the effortless power that's inside of you by learning to swing from the inside and release the club, come see us at facefirstgolf.com.